0: Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How you doing? I am well, and you? I'm okay. We're, we're not going to talk about the weather uh, th- this week, so um, we, we'll, we'll have to push on. So does it feel like Super Bowl week, John? Yeah, I
1: guess so. It's, kind of, it's been a while since we had a football game, so I guess it's time for the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> Is that your marker? It's been a while? Yeah. Yeah. Uh we're about
1: ready to step into one of the most depressing times in, of the
0: sports year. Oh, is that right? You you don't you don't you don't like the uh the February March uh go for the March Madness time?
1: Yeah, I mean leading up to I look forward to March Madness, but the lead up to it maybe yeah. it's because I haven't really had uh my team hasn't really been relevant in, in March and April here recently.
0: Yeah, well, that, that, that does make a difference, doesn't it? So, my local station, back on the Super Bowl, uh, my local station, uh, the uh, sports did a report last night. You, you know, typically they do uh, a daily, have somebody down there doing stuff daily, right? So, they, they did a report last night showing how empty the media center is in Tampa Bay and compared it to the year before, how crowded and everything. In fact, there was only one ex-player uh there to do interviews and he said wow this is weird but i I'm, I'm loving doing all the all the interviews is uh a former former tampa bay lineman was uh, was the only guy there so it's uh there's clearly a, a big difference and i think the chiefs uh, I, I heard the chiefs had not flown in and were flying in today which is not you know they usually flew in the weekend before of course, for media and purposes and everything, yeah. mostly, so. And it's kind of odd that they waited a little longer than normal. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't know how much that has to do with COVID and how much it had to do with, let's try and get close to our regular, uh, you know, regular game schedule, uh, since we don't have to do the things we would have had to do normal years in the Super Bowl, so. But uh, there, there, there—you have it. So, 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 John, uh, you still on the Chiefs, giving the points?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think so. I know Tommy's got some
1: magic in him, probably still. But
0: L- listen to you, I, Tommy I has heard. Tommy has some magic in him. Doesn't that sound like uh You, you know, what is that, Frosty the Snowman? Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, Frosty the Snowman. So, so, John, what, uh, Kansas City has a, a little bit of a COVID problem.
1: Yeah, almost turned into a
0: massive COVID problem. So you've got to be really careful about where you get your haircut, John.
1: <laughs> you think the team hair cut, John. You'd think the team barber would be the safest cut you could
0: get. Well, you know, I, it's, a, it's a weird world we live in. But I have this question, John. Oh, why aren't they all vaccinated? I mean, I I know vaccines have been hard to get, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, the NFL has been testing, like, uh, you know, the SAT. And uh, the rest of us couldn't get tests, couldn't get tests. And they were testing every other day. So I I, I can imagine they've got the money to go to one of these places and get enough doses uh, to vaccinate uh, people. And they're young enough if I understand the science that one vaccine would maybe be a big deal they they wouldn't even need the second shot necessarily to have a a whole lot of coverage except for tom brady of course probably need two but uh pause for the laugh track (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah you didn't you didn't respond though but but it's just kind of funny that and with all these protocols and everything they haven't bothered I don't know if there was, somebody told them it would be a bad look, or they just plain couldn't get it, or nobody was smart enough to think of it. But it seems pretty strange.
1: Yeah, that is pretty wild. Um, you would think that that would be something that they would have done. Of course, you know a lot of a lot of sports teams. I mean, NBA is still having problems. College sports are still having problems. So, right? Yeah, I mean, I think the priority aren't, you know, physically fit professional athletes to be getting these vaccinations, it needs to be, you know, the people that, you know, are getting them, the the seniors and, and, you know, the tier one or tier A or whatever they're called.
0: Yeah, well, whatever it is, whatever state you're in, but I'm going to repeat what I said. Well, this was true back when testing, you know, you couldn't get, people had trouble getting tested and they were tested multiple times a week, so i I don't know, but that's that's just kind of interesting, and we just killed a couple minutes on something having nothing to do with the game. so last week you kind of a- the number I, I saw it
1: on ESPN this week. It was on one of my pop ups of you know how the NFL managed to stay on track and, and finish their season on time and the the number of tests that they did was
0: was astronomical right, yeah. Well, and they're testing these guys uh, who are on the list every day uh-huh. to, because they have to have five straight days to be able to play, and they thought they were going to be able to play Sunday, but um, I, been, I, I've i heard it back and forth as to how important it is if the two of them play. One, one is the center, right? Yes. He's an offensive yes. lineman, right, so whether losing him will matter to Mahomes or not. So uh, um, is it it as simple as can Tampa Bay's defense hold down Kansas City's offense, or is it going to be a more complex game than that? I think it's
1: going to be more complex. I think it's going to be – I just don't think you can hold down Kansas City's offense for very long. You may make a couple stops here or there you know, get a couple key turnovers like the Bills did. I mean, you you know, they had opportunities to to make take advantage. But, you know, on the flip side of that, Kansas City's defense isn't that bad. Actually, it's pretty above average. Um, so when you do get the ball and you do make a stop, it's important that you go down and take advantage of it and you've got to put points on the board. Uh, even if it's a field goal, I think it, it makes a difference.
0: Mm-hmm. Well... I, uh, Brady, that offense at times has looked pretty good. So, um, uh, you know, uh, particularly what the last four or five games of the regular season. And of course, they, they put a few points on the board in the playoffs too. So, uh, they look like they're good for 30 uh, against, as you say, just an above average. It's not an elite defense that Kansas City has. So, we could see a shootout in the, in the uh, what an over and under of sixty-five or something, John? I just looked. What was it? I thought it was fifty-five. Yeah, 66 but six is the over under. Well, but I, you know, I that seems low. I, I agree. I think it's low. Yeah. I I would definitely. Uh, I would definitely think to uh, make that. Okay, that, that's that's one of your prop bets because as you try and claw your way back from a dismal playoff season, John. Yes. Yeah, I need I need something to get me. Is that right? And and and, you, uh, and, and it didn't it didn't help any uh, the Iowa Ohio State game last night, did it? No, no. 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 But we'll we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Just saying, no.
1: Their last the lowest points that the I mean they scored they scored nineteen in a loss. No three in a loss to the Saints. Way back a long time ago, but their last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks plus the three playoff games, they have put up a lot of points 46, 24, 24, 26, 31, 47,
0: 44, 31, 30, and 31. Right. So the Tampa Bay, that's Tampa Bay, who looks like they're good for 31 against most people. Yeah and they and they and they're, and they're, they're supposed to lose so if they're good for 31 uh yeah you're looking at 34 31 or something like that yeah and and That's, we all yeah. know we all know Kansas City is good for 34 if you're not careful real quick so yeah, they can right. score fast right so uh uh i it, it is a strange week it, I, i'm not sure it feels like super bowl week i guess one of the reasons is is i the aforementioned uh, local press has not had a, a nightly story out of Tampa, really, and no, nobody else is, you know, if the media is not there, everybody else I'm listening to uh, isn't doing it. Uh, you know, I, I used to listen to Mad Dog uh, uh, on, on the way home from, from work commuting, and he did a Super Bowl quiz for years and years, giving away trips to the game, Uh, I I listened to him for a few minutes a couple times this week. He wasn't doing one. So, um, you know, all of this means, uh, uh, and and on top of this, I keep seeing a number of of, uh, companies aren't doing ads, which, of course, is a big part of the whole thing. Right, John? Uh, Yeah,
1: a lot of big names
0: budweiser isn't doing a big ad this year which is kind of yeah. amazes me i i think it's was it 23 years in a row they had run a new ad or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah so uh all of that makes it feel a little different but you know you look at the teams in the game it looks like it might be a pretty good game so uh it's kind of a uh, ironic that in the me- all this mess uh it might turn out that uh, you know we 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 didn't have as much hype and as much excitement from what might be a, a really good Super Bowl. So, and you know, some years you really weren't sure you wanted to watch the game for fear that it wasn't going to be a good game. So yeah, yeah, this is I think should be a pretty good game.
1: Um, I'm picking the Chiefs to win and cover. Um, it, even though it's um, you know, there's history says that they they probably won't because of how hard it is to
0: repeat. But I think this team's just too good. Yeah, I mean it, it, history does say that. On the other hand, uh, you you compare the teams and uh, forget history and just look at them. And uh, Kansas City does look like they should win this game. And I'm a little surprised the lines only three, but. I guess that's the magic of the the guy in the magic hat, right? So, yeah, uh, is part of it. Uh, I guess there's probably part of it is a home field thing, uh, which you know gets uh, uh, watered down a lot by the fact there won't be uh, a, a big crowd there. Uh, but uh, three three seems awfully small uh, to me for the defending champions coming back. Against a team that's had to win three games on the road, and nobody would have told you at the beginning of the playoffs that they were the best team in the NFC.
1: No, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, obviously, they have to play three road games, so.
0: Right. But nobody. Standing yeah. Well, we'll hope it's the shootout that we're talking about, or the close game. Uh, with some defense having to make a stop at the end of the fourth quarter to to win the game, that would be fun.
1: Yeah, ironically, uh, I'm looking at the side by side stats that uh,
0: the Chiefs' defense actually gives up less points per game than the Bucks do. Yeah. Well, but they give up a lot more yards. There you go. The old Belichick yeah, no, uh, Belichick uh, bend bin not break philosophy, right? yards allowed is almost exactly the same, 366.0 to 366.3. Hmm. All right. So so yeah. back to our Belichick versus Brady thing, uh, a couple guys uh, chipped in this week uh, saying that the Patriot thing wasn't about Belichick, that it was really about Brady. Yep, guys came there to play with Check. yeah well and i i saw somebody as they were talking about how the patriots were rebuilding that this was a this was a possible issue that all these years they've been able to pull some guys in to come play there and it turns out that maybe they don't really want to play for bill as much as they, you know if call, tom calls from tampa bay and says we need another you know we i need a slot receiver you know uh, guys will jump and come play with him but uh, bill bill doesn't have the same charm <laughs> he doesn't seem like a very charming person does he uh, i i've heard that he that he actually is uh if you're in, in private off camera and everything that he he's he's not not such a bad guy but he is uh, his coaching public persona is not a pretty thing no yeah no it you know, is not he does not give you a lot of love. Yeah. And, uh, and there, there's also, you know, uh, he's. they're famous there at, uh, in New England since he's been there uh, for being buttoned down and, uh, you know, strict with the rules and strict with the way a player deals with the media. So um, that, that may not appeal to people too much either. No, I agree. Yeah. So uh, that, that's my segue into talking about uh, player movement and free agency, John. Uh, huge, huge, huge trade. What was it, Saturday night or Sunday uh, in the NFL? Uh, two former number one pick quarterbacks got traded for each other, along with a bunch of draft picks. So uh, Matt, Matthew Stafford of the Lions goes to the Rams for Jared Goff. And the Lions get two number ones and a number three, along with Goff, which uh, I've st- I I said that out loud again, and I still can't <laughs> believe it. Yeah, I wow. And and, and just uh, in case all of you haven't done your homework, Stafford is seven. Well, was drafted seven years ahead of Goff, so he's half a career older than uh, than Goff is. So. Wow. Yeah, he's
1: not. I mean, this isn't. He's not going to be your QB for the next ten years.
0: Uh, might hope, might mean, hope for five.
1: Yeah, you better get five out of this trade. I, I think it's. Uh, I don't know who did the negotiating on the on the Lions side, but they did a hell of a job. And i maybe the Rams were just that desperate to get rid of golf. I, I don't know, but yeah. It was, uh,
0: well, what I was interesting, yeah. What what I I read is exactly that that they wanted to move on from Golf McVeigh had soured on him, and he has a huge contract. So to get somebody to take the huge contract, they had to put some the sweeteners into the deal. And uh, there there you go. You know what sweeteners look like, man. That's that's like a whole block of sugar in your coffee cup, there, John. Yeah, that's a big. Big yeah, and John, we've talked for a couple weeks about Deshaun Watson. I, I saw the follow-up as, as what this would mean in terms of uh, a Watson trade. And, yeah. uh, you know, if we're trying to figure out value, right, uh, Watson is a better quarterback than either one of the guys that got traded. I, think, I don't think anybody's going to argue that. He's younger, uh, he, he's been better, and he has a lot better contract so what does that mean? the The Texans can hope for in, in trading him if they if they really do. I mean, they've all said, with the new coaches said, no, not nothing's going to happen. But Watson seems to be set on leaving. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: but I mean, Watson. He's, Watson's got a better contract than Stafford. Yeah. Or than than golf. You mean?
0: Either one. Yeah. Because I I think yeah. uh... He has he's the highest
1: paid QB in the league before
0: Mahomes. No, no, his, no, no, yeah. no, 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 he's and, uh, As I, I, I read the the you know the numbers. Uh, next year, I think he only make he makes less than twenty million. I think next year, and then the contract balloons out. But uh, you know, as somebody said, you know, there comes a point three years down the road, you can you can get out of his contract. So. Uh, okay. Uh, that is my understanding, yes. But, you know, you, know, you know, and that's the thing about headlines and, and money. You know, you get a X X number uh, uh, as to how much money you get paid in a contract. And, you know, five years from now, Watson will be making more money than any quarterbacks ever made before, right? But that's, you know, if you're an NFL team, five years from now is forever, Right. Right. The first question is, what's it going to do to our salary cap next year, right? And Yeah, yeah. of course, we need to find out what the salary cap even is. Right, yeah, and, and everybody's worried it's going down a little bit, so uh, I think uh, is is the take. So so is Watson worth four number ones? I, I'm just I gonna, guess it depends on the player you're
1: getting with him or the players. Yeah. Um I mean if you take a uh, like one scenario I've, I've seen is is uh him going to Washington for um, young who's probably going to be one of the best defensive players in the league here in the next for the next couple years.
0: Yeah. I'd make that deal. Well, I, okay, uh, uh, the Texans as a team uh, are kind of a, a dumpster uh, fire, especially if Watson leaves. But, you know, Houston and Texas has a lot of advantages uh, lots of different ways that uh, I, think, uh, I think people will be attracted to. I, I will just remind you, you live there, so you know this. There is no income, uh, personal income tax, for one thing, so... That's always a good good place to start in attracting people. Uh, yeah. The the we the weather's good uh, year round, and uh, they play they play in a division that I think is gettable with just a little bit of turnaround. So uh, all those things would, would you know have some appeal. But you know they have to have the right people pulling the strings down there and and bringing people in. So. Um, but I, I think I I, I I we we've said I, I don't think Watson's moving so, but uh, I don't
1: think he's going to move. But I don't think he's going to play either. I think he's fully willing to sit out an entire year and, and
0: take whatever
1: it is a twelve million dollar
0: pay cut. Right, take take the hit and hope. Well, well, we'll see, and we'll be talking about him next year too, if that if that happens, right? Yeah. Yeah, so so the big que- the, the next big question. Uh, I guess I'm thinking about this. I, I, I'm in the Philly media market. The question is, what happens to Carson Wentz, who, of course, amongst many other things, uh, is almost the exact same career path as uh, Golf. You know, they were drafted one two that year. Uh, they both have led their teams to three playoff. Uh, Games, uh, you know, they both have a Super Bowl ring, though, you know, Wentz didn't play famously. Uh, well, no, he, yeah, uh, you know, Wentz actually has a ring. Uh, Goff yeah. got to the game. So uh, it, it is, you know, lots of speculation about his future and I, and whether anybody wants to trade for his big contract because he got a renewal, I think, the same time Goff did uh, on his contract that makes him. Uh, I'm sure in the top 10 quarterbacks in pay, if not higher than that. Yeah, it's a very unattractive uh, contract right, that I, he has, especially for the talent level he's put out. Yeah, he did not look good this past year. Uh, low, low percentage uh, uh, completions, lots of sacks, lots of interceptions. Uh, so, yeah, he, uh, you know, he got benched the last few games, so, uh, what, what do you say? So they could look at the, it, uh, it hurts, so, um, it would be, it would, you know, somebody said it would be interesting with the parallels of his career with golf if he got traded too, but, uh, nobody foresaw that he would pull in the same sort of, uh, same kind of deal that, uh, that, that uh, the, the Lions got. No way. There's no way they get anywhere near what, what the Lions got for, for him. Well, on the other hand, you think about it, it's the other way around, though. Uh, the Eagles have, have to trade him and two number ones and a third to somebody for a quarterback. and I don't know. Uh, maybe that's the Watson deal.
1: Yeah. they saying that they're not planning on moving any just yet, so whatever that means, and who knows how true that is.
0: Well, you know, the, the, the new coach said he wasn't sure who the new quarterback was going to be, so that's... Uh, they, they read that as not a good sign for for Carson. Uh, yeah, I I just don't... A lot, lot of quarterback empty slots, and as we've said, it's just going to be very interesting to see. Uh, one wonders if this isn't going to be a, a draft year where everybody claws into the top five or ten to get those. What do we think it is? Five, four, five quarterbacks, John. Yeah, it's gonna.
1: Happen. You know, it, uh, well, this this might be one of the most entertaining off seasons in the NFL
0: in a very, very long time. Yeah, well, they, uh, yeah, they, they, they're, if, if quarterbacks move in the NFL, uh, especially uh, real, real uh, top 10 kind of talent, uh, you know, that's, that, that wakes everybody up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about chumps, I mean, we're talking about you no, know, we're not talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick with his eighth team, uh, and, and we're talking about guys like Stafford and Watson who are, you know, have been the, the face of the franchise for uh, years. So, yeah. So hey, hey, John, uh, I don't have a segue, but uh, I guess I do. The Super Bowl is going to be over on Sunday, and we began to pay attention to college basketball. Uh, I know your Hoosiers are. Uh, what I, I told you, it wasn't like an 11 seed, nine seed. They're they're kind of in the field at this point, but uh, you're you're not you're not feeling all that jazzed up about them. I, I take it, huh, John.
1: Well, I mean, they just can't consistently look. I mean, I don't know what their deal is. Yeah. I mean, they. You know, they look great against Iowa, and then they tank at home against the Raptors. And then they play a pretty good game against Illinois the other night, but yeah. losing overtime, scored three points in overtime. So, I mean, you got to put, they got to string a couple of, of pretty big wins together. And then we got Iowa coming up again here um, this weekend. So,
0: at home. Yeah. Iowa, Wait. correct? Yes. Now at home. Yeah, yeah. You beat them out there. Shockingly, right? Uh, so the Big Ten right now. Uh, I was using Jerry Palm. Uh, like I follow several people who are bracketologists on Twitter, but I looked at Jerry's. He has nine Big Ten teams in. Uh, is that about right, John? Yeah, that's yeah. I
1: think so. That's what Lenardi has in too, I believe.
0: Is that right? Okay. Uh, so let's let's go to your neck of the woods. Uh, I would say I was shocked because I hadn't really thought it out. But uh, there are like five uh, Big 12 teams on the top four seed lines, John, and none of them is Kansas. Yeah, it's pretty wild, isn't that? It? Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. Uh, good year. Uh, West Virginia is kind of sneaking in there with a sneaky, uh, really good year, I think. Palm had them on the four line. Uh, Baylor, of course, is on the one undefeated. line. Yeah, undefeated on the one line. Uh, and you know, uh, did they end up winning it last year? Or did Kansas win the championship? No, Kansas ended up not winning the Big Big Twelve last year, didn't they? First time in forever. I've, I've slept since then okay I, I can't remember that far back okay you slept since then and i don't do math so we might be in trouble here so anyway bait let's see baylor ou is like a three seed uh texas is a two seed uh as i said west virginia is a four and tech okay. was a four and Oklahoma State and uh, Kansas are both like sixers or sevens. so uh, that's seven out of the ten teams in in the league getting in John that's it's a pretty strong league. It is they've been competitive um, I mean the, the games have been good right well and, uh, they uh, I think it's... I I thought they got the better of the SEC and the SEC Big 12 Challenge, but I I guess if I actually lined the games up, maybe it wasn't as lopsided as I thought. But, you know, we talked about Alabama was supposed to uh, come in and do some damage at Oklahoma, and Oklahoma beat them. Uh, uh, Kansas got drilled at Tennessee. Texas and Kentucky didn't play. I gotta admit, I didn't. do not remember, I've slept since then. Hey, how's that for a line? Uh, did go. Oklahoma State end up beating Arkansas? I can tell you really quick, That's a click of a button. Okay, click that button. So, uh, I know T... Uh, Oklahoma
1: State did, yes,
0: beat Arkansas. Yeah, remembering they were like seven-point dogs, according to you, last Friday. And then mm-hmm. TCU took Missouri, who at least by ranking is the number two team in the SEC, to, to, to overtime in uh, Columbia. So uh, I think I think the Big 12 really showed themselves well. Uh, and uh, people talk about the SEC may be a, you know, a good basketball conference this year, but not as good as the Big 12, I don't think.
1: No, no, not nearly as good. It's kind of crazy to see Kentucky that far down on the line with us
0: losing. Yeah, they're five games below 500. Yeah, well, let's. I'm going to bring up one of your favorites here. Uh, Our man Dan Dockage. uh, I heard him doing a game the other day, and this is what Dan said. And you you know, Dan is always full of wisdom, right, John? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Dan said, suffer. Dan said, not all five star recruits are the same. Uh, wow, yeah. that sounds like an obvious brother statement. Is it? Uh, well, maybe we should, yeah, maybe we should uh, incorporate it somehow. Uh, he was talking about uh, Kentucky, where Cal Perry always has a bunch of five stars, right? And he said, uh-huh. none of these guys are boogie cousins or John Wall who were one-and-dones, uh, as I recall. And uh, I think, I, I don't know what, what you do with that, but uh, I guess John hasn't uh, quite got them. Uh, well, you know, he, he often amazingly gets guys who just come together in the fall to play well together and win a lot of games and go deep in tournament, and it just hasn't happened this year. And, of course, it hasn't happened at Duke either, uh, which is a similar uh, sort of thing. Um, I suspect the whole COVID thing uh, ruined uh, the agenda for, for teams like that. Uh, if you're going to have a freshman-based team, I think you better get them in the gym in the summer, right? And uh, lots of practice time and together time. And I don't think they got it before the season started. And I don't think they had the same sort of exhibitions kind of schedule uh, to get them warmed up either so uh, yeah i mean
1: it's kind of a almost kind of a cop-out but yeah i don't disagree yeah well i mean like you said when you're when you got a bunch of kids that aren't familiar with your system and and stuff like that but
0: yeah well I, the, I, the athletic ran an article that i read about if you, if you know the Athletic John, their articles are too long sometimes. But I, I read a lot of an article about Koshevsky and Duke this year. And, you know, he's got like six pretty high-end, you know, probably fives, maybe four-star guys, freshman this year. Uh, but he had almost no, nothing back. So he doesn't have any kind of upper-class leadership that's put up any minutes and points. And so he's had a real struggle trying to, you know, get the team to gel and come together. And, you know, of course, the article said these guys are, you know, 15th and 20th and 30th in the top 100. They're not uh, Williamson and, you know, uh, those kinds of guys who are top 10 kind of, you know, top 5 draft pick kind of guys uh, in the NBA. So... Uh, between the two factors, poor, poor Coach K is sitting there pretty close to the bubble, uh, and I think he's the number five team. Uh, maybe North Carolina is lower on the seed board, but uh, neither one of them is exactly safe for, uh, uh, for the tournament at this point. No, and, you know, typically we'd be talking about the big game this weekend. I was, uh, I was going to get there, yes. So you're going North Carolina Duke tomorrow night, John. I think it's at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, I, I I might turn to it if we're not doing anything else, but uh, it's not, uh, this year it's not uh, must see viewing. No,
1: it is not. Uh, I mean, the headline here is uh, The Battle of OK Teams.
0: <laughs> Don't make me laugh at it. <laughs> That's terrible. Battle of OK teams. <laughs> so, well, we were talking about leagues and bids. A lot of years we're talking about how many bids ACC is going to get. And at this point, the number, uh, in, in, again, Jerry Palm only had five. Um, Virginia Tech is their highest-seeded team. Uh, and one of the problems is all the COVID they've had. So, yeah,
1: they have some games.
0: Yeah, um, they sw- swapped a lot of games around, uh, trying to. I think tomorrow's game, uh, Pitt is playing UVA tomorrow instead of UVA playing Tech. Is that who they were supposed to play? So, they're, yeah, they're doing a lot of shuffling, trying to trying to make sure their games getting played, and not a lot of empty slots, but. They seem to seem to be struggling with the with the Rona as uh, it's known. So the ACC doesn't look like the kind of factor that uh, it often is. Um, is Virginia Tech a four seed? Five seed? And that's I think the, five. Yeah, and that's their best team, which is kind of amazing. I mean, some years, a lot of years, we've talked about if there will be two. ACC teams as ones, right? Right. Uh, Between UVA, Duke, and North Carolina. And this year, you know, no ACC teams getting a one. Uh, And uh, Actually,
1: uh, Lenardi's got Virginia Tech as a six seed. I bet they have Virginia higher, though.
0: Okay, well. Yeah, they got Virginia as a three. Virginia's way up as a three. Okay. I think I was just saying the conference isn't very good, right? Right. So, okay. So there, there's our college basketball. I think we're both going to get into it as we, uh, we go forward. Uh, I, I hope John gets more juiced up. Uh, but it's a strange year uh, in terms of, you know, Games are changed and the schedules are weird, and you know, no fans at games. It's hard to get your juices flowing. So it's uh, um, uh, going to be interesting to see how juiced up we get. Hey, John, I, I keep seeing these headlines about teams not playing in their conference tournaments.
1: I have not seen that.
0: Uh-huh. What's that revolt? Oh, I based on okay, I guess if you have somebody who might it has COVID, you might yank your team, and that raises a question about who gets the automatic bid. If say Michigan were to say we're not playing the Big Ten tournament, uh, what what would they do? Would, would they still the winner of the tournament without Michigan uh, get the automatic bid? What have you? Ever, <laughs> What if you have more? What if you have more than one uh, one team? Say say they're not playing. That uh, seems kind of weak. And and um, I know I read this far. It, the The conferences have till the end of February to tell uh, the NCAA who how they're picking their automatic qualifier. So. Well, we might be back to an Ohio State situation in football, right, John? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, well, and and the poor committee is going to have to sit down and try and figure this out if it really happens, or even if it doesn't happen, there's, there's a wide disparity in terms of number of games played and number of quad one, quad two games played by various teams. So uh, they're, they're going to have their hands full.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, and of course, we got
0: a lot of hopefully a lot of basketball to play between now and then. Um, right. A month. And who knows? Yeah. But okay. – Yeah. So 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 this this could be interesting, as we, we go down the stretch. So so John just just back to our Abe Lincoln on last night's game. What the heck is with Iowa? well they don't like you said earlier in the week or maybe even it was last night uh, they play defense i i've said it on the podcast so I, i'm sure our listeners who bother listening to the whole thing and pay attention have heard me say it they don't play defense uh they've lost well they lost IU at home they lost lost last night at home to ohio state who is pretty good at this point yeah well, ohio state is good it's but not, it's not it's yeah it's still it's still a home loss for a team that Earlier in the season looked like they might win the Big Ten. And, of course, Michigan's not even playing, and they're the top, you know, they're in the number one spot. So they've taken two weeks off for COVID. So God knows how they will play when they come back. So uh, just really hard to get a handle on teams and leagues this year. I I really I, I'm not sure who, what what to tell you about who the best team in, in the Big Ten is uh, at this point. I might say right now it's Ohio State, but uh, uh, I might agree
1: with that for now. Of course,
0: we need to see Michigan. <laughs> for for now for now I'm going to say Ohio State, but uh, that's uh, uh, you know it seems to change on almost a nightly basis in the Big Ten. Uh, there are a bunch of teams in the Big Ten uh, I think people don't really want to see in the tournament, so uh, that'll be interesting to see if that holds up in in, yeah. the, in Indianapolis. Yeah. We kind of talked about that
1: earlier in the year that you know the Big Ten was going to be looked to be pretty solid from for the most part from almost top to bottom, and and uh, you know that we would typically do what we do every year we'd beat up on each other and have some bad home losses and some good road wins and and you know then we kind of get pushed aside and then we go to the tournament and and uh, scare some people so
0: yeah go deep yeah some teams go deep that are seated lower than they're, they're supposed to go deep all right well john we're we we've done our sports thing yeah let's let's do uh what well, we watched uh, reviews for the week, John. So you did you watch the two movies you claimed you were going to watch last Friday? I did. Did they you? Were both, I enjoyed both of them very did, much. Did you actually cry at uh, Palmer? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's, oh. a, it's about a two-crier. Is it a two-crier? Okay, there you go. A, a, a John two-handkerchief. Uh, all right. So that that got a thumbs up. Uh, and then I saw the little things, and so did you with Denzel Washington. Uh, I think we both liked it.
1: Yeah, the acting was good. The uh, you know the twist at the end was good. Um, I kind of like a movie that doesn't an atypical ending. You know where you know they finish it and everything has to be buttoned up and, and whatnot. So good, good movie. I thought. Uh
0: uh-huh. Twist at the end. Okay. Uh, John, but I, I still don't know who killed six girls. I know. That's the best part about it. Is that the best part about it? Uh, uh, interesting. A murder mystery that you don't know who, who actually... And, and it's interesting, he was all... Denzel's character was all about Deke. Deke was all about finding this out, and he goes back to Bakersfield without fit f- actually finding out. is is that they they feel like they did hmm yeah well uh if you watch murder mysteries john uh it's not really very subtle uh especially in a t in in a you know the film version you actually have to have multiple suspects right there is only one. Yeah. There's only one suspect in in in, uh, in, in the little things. Uh, they they hone in on one guy, Jared Leto's character, and and that is it. So when when we get to the end and it's not clear, they have not nailed him for it. Um, uh, though they have nailed him, uh, RR. Uh, uh, you know, there's nobody else to turn to to say, oh, it was the second person. There is no second person in the movie. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So.
1: And yet, I mean, the only way you could really know for sure is if people keep dying,
0: you know, but they kind of end it right there. So you don't know if if the killing spree continues or not. Yeah. And and Deke went back to Bakersfield like he's not going to keep track either. So there you go. But it it was it was fun. It was good. Uh, I I will add for, for my, my uh, thoughtful listeners. Uh, we watched last Friday afternoon the dig, which is a uh, a movie. Believe it or not, about uh, digging up uh, the largest uh, uh, treasure underground treasure found in England ever, uh, with Ray Fines and Kerry Mulligan as the leads. And uh, it's not half as uh, wild and crazy as the little things, but it's an interesting little character study. And also, you know, you learn a lot about history. Uh, You also find out what assholes uh, the the Brits are about the whole class system and everything. uh, Because Rafe uh, Rafe plays a a guy who is not a college-educated archaeologist uh, but has spent his whole life on digs. And uh, the guy from uh, Oxford just thinks he's a digger. Uh, you know, doesn't uh, give him any respect. And uh, according to the, uh, you know, the scroll at the end, uh, it, Ray finds his character's name wasn't even mentioned in the original display in the British Museum of the Artifacts. And uh, some, somebody went back and fixed it a couple years later. But, uh, yeah, uh, he spent spent year, years digging uh, all this up and find, finding it initially and, uh, you know, uh, all this uh, that's shown shown in the movie. And, uh, you know, they, they weren't going to give him any credit. So, uh, uh, really set your, your uh, teeth on edge. But uh, that's kind of the fun of those kinds of movies, those little bits and pieces so there you go the dig yeah yep i i think
1: that's one that might be on my list for tomorrow if i don't watch any sports which hmm. there's not really a whole lot of good sports on tomorrow so
0: oh really you don't you don't see any great great basketball games before duke and north carolina they have you ready nothing it's got me uh too juiced up okay and i you play sunday before the super bowl yes right okay so, Jono, I think we've, we've killed enough minutes. Uh, th- this has been fun. Uh, I think as Super Bowl previews go, I think we did a decent job. So, rah-rah. Yep, that's uh, the biggest sporting event of the
1: uh, the season this weekend. So, yeah. after that, it, we kind of have some downtime until yeah. the crazy uh, free agency season really gets going.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I guess baseball is going to report here soon, so we'll we'll be having to talk baseball and Nolan Arenado, who got traded to the Cardinals this week, and you said I don't know who he is, so uh, that there'll be a fun discussion when we get to Nolan Arenado. Yeah, right. All right, but uh, in the
1: entire in the entire Cubs pitching staff, that I have no idea who they are. Well, because
0: that's I, Kyle Hendricks. I was going to say you've got Hendricks. What more do you need? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, John, yeah, have a good week, and I'll go out and play in the two feet of snow outside. So, yep,
1: and I'll play golf both Saturday and Sunday this weekend.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Love you, man. Love you too. Bye, bro. Bye, bro.